0: Yo what's happening? John Fitch here. John Fitch knows nothing. And uh, we we're talking about some fights. UFC 297 was yesterday. And uh it's all right. It's all right. There's some good fights. There's some ho hum fights. Uh and we'll get into some of the other meat and potatoes around it. I'm gonna address the 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 fake the fake. Uh, conservatism, the fake red, uh, the fake you know, Republican, the fake concert Yeah, it's like everybody who's getting behind the UFC because they think it's anti woke is you're retarded. That's it. I just probably got demonetized right there, but it's you are you're clinically on the spectrum. Something's wrong with you if you actually believe those things. I'll get into that later. All right, when we get closer to the, we get to the Strickland fight. But uh, there were some decent fights. And we got Bare Knuckles is coming up pretty soon. I think February 2nd is the Bare Knuckles. I've been missing the Bare Knuckles. Uh, Big fan of the Bare Knuckles. I like watching it. Watching the the bone-on-bone type fights. They're fast-paced. I like it. Let's get into the fights. Let's get into the fights. Make sure you guys are jumping into the the, the chat. And, uh, yeah, Coach Gloy had a great uh, tournament this last weekend. Actually, I wanted to share a little something with you from that because Coach Gloy has been a part of the uh, building of the Fitch Smash Online Coaching Program. He gave me some good feedback. One of my videos was not very good for some Mount Escape stuff that I had sent him. And um, i trying to find this video that I took of him. Did I not put it up? I'm sorry, I don't think I put it in my, uh, in the place it's supposed to be. I should do that right now. The power of technology, because I did a little screenshot of it and uh, him using my technique very successfully to escape bottom in his tournament. You guys can give his uh, Instagram a follow if uh, you don't mind. So that should take a few seconds. But yeah. So uh, my my videos for my mount escape stuff they weren't very good because I'm I'm using one of my students. He's not very skilled yet. And um, it was yeah, I reshot it. I reshot it. My lovely girlfriend actually helped, you know, because uh, I uh, I was hesitant to use her as my uh, my uke. But Gordon Ryan, he makes like half a million dollars a year on instructional videos, and he uses his girlfriend as his uke. So if Gordon Ryan can do it, I'm doing it. <laughs> and she did a great job, and uh, Gloria will appreciate. The newer videos i'll get them i gotta edit them i haven't been feeling well this weekend i had a it was kind of a sick day there's Gloy with the support thanks very much says haha, thanks john the nine 195 pound estate champ does what the uh, fuki wants that's right that's nice it's nice was that purple belt it Was purple belt nogi i believe is what coach gloy uh had competed in and won that should be up I'm going to check. There it is. Yeah. All right. So thanks for your patience, guys. I just got to download this real quick. Oh, there we go. Here he is. Uh, Why why is it telling me I need some kind of thing to download? Get the hell out of here. It's just a... This lame. All right, well, whatever. I can do it this way. But we're going to show. This is a little technique I refer to as uh, take your pants off, right? The guy is committed to keeping you on the mat from the double leg type position, and uh, you're trying to get up. You're trying to get out. You don't want to play around there, so you get up. And you'll see very excellently um, done here. Coach gloy frames, creates some space, posts the head, gets back to his knees, and literally takes his pants off. Literally takes his pants off to escape. Let's watch that one more time. Creating space. The guy's committed to keeping him down. He pops, gets his knees to the mat. And his pants literally came off. Is that not playing? Did it not play? Why is it not playing on your guys' end? It's playing on my end. Did it play for you guys? That's weird. Because it played here. There we go. Okay. Yep. There he goes. So I'm making sure because I was watching on the other thing. Hopefully you guys got to see that. It was good. It was good. Well well done. Performed well. It works, guys. It works. The system's working. He went on to win the 195 pound belt. He's the champ. Indiana State Champ. Nice work. Nice work. <clears throat> All right. Thanks for thanks for uh, giving me that info there. I appreciate it. Awesome. So yeah. So glory had a successful tournament, and then I, I got those other videos to fix the uh, the mount escape stuff, where I can explain it better. But let's get into the fights. Let's get into the fights now, all right? Uh, I was able to catch the whole the whole card, pretty much the whole card. Um, the first fight, Gordon and Flick, uh, was a, a little bit of a rough round uh, for Flick in the beginning. He didn't take a ton of damage, I don't think, and I used the damage. I have defined the word damage and what I mean by damage. Uh, he got hit with some significant strikes, but he got hit a lot of stuff he was covering. He got hit with strikes that weren't weren't super clean. I don't think they were even significant strikes. Um, They're gl- you know glancing off of forearms, off of hands, off of gloves. I don't think they were doing as much damage as the announcers were were saying. Um, I don't know if they were swayed by the crowd, the Canadian crowd. Um, you're kind of dicks. You're kind of dicks. This whole this whole card. Like even when a guy had a great performance and did well, they still like booed him. Like that's not that's not sportsman that's not sportsman like at all. I think that's that's uh, sad. It's sad. Like I'm watching my kid play uh, flag football today, and when the um when the other team does a good play, I clap. Hey man, that was a good play. That was nice. That was nice. You know, there was one one play. Uh, it would have been a touchdown, but you know, our quarterback threw a great pass, and the receiver ran a great route, and he was in position to catch. And this kid made a crazy good play, leapt across, whack, knocked the ball down. It was really impressive. So I'm going to applaud impressive athleticism. I'm not going to be like, oh, boo, you suck. <laughs> that's that's like petty and, and weak, and I hate that stuff, man. Like, give credit where it's due. If somebody steps up and does a good job, you can give them a little golf clap, at least, a minimum, bare minimum. All right? Uh, but Flick, man, he was just biting his time. Uh, Gordon was uh, throwing big, heavy pu- punches. Second round comes out, Gordon slips, gets the single leg, and then progressively um, demolishes Gordon and submits him. It was very, very, very nice. It was very nice. Um, the girl fight. This was this was uh, this is weird. Like g- Google right now. I googled the thing. And they don't even have the other girl's name up it was a uh, cochera, i think but she was like a little punching bag she just kept getting the crap beat out of her and i don't understand why they would have made this matchup because that girl didn't look like she knew any ground she didn't look like she her stand up was any good and this girl is like an olympian uh jasmine da davicius she was like a Olympian medalist, right for the women's wrestlers in Canada, that 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 to me is borderline. That's fight fixing. That's borderline fight fixing because you know one person is going to destroy the other person. You know it. Well, oh, well, oh, 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 you always had that one puncher's chance. Uh. No, like you're talking about somebody who who could probably be ranked like in the top ten versus somebody who's who's unrankable. I, no, I don't think you can. I I don't think you can. You can uh, legitimately make the uh, uh, San Francisco 49ers play a high school a high school football team that isn't even good to win sectionals, and be like, well, they have the chance. They could win the game. They could get the hell out of here. And then like you're doing wacky stuff with the betting lines. I don't I don't buy it I don't buy it I don't think I don't think it is legitimate I think you are I think you are borderline fight-fixing I I I, I'm sorry like you're you're risking someone's uh brain health you're gonna give them brain trauma because they might have "Mm, you know one in one millionth is still an odds. you're saying I still have a chance you know like one in a million like you're saying I still got a chance I don't, I don't buy this. I think it's uh I think it's, it's a borderlines illegal, you know, borderlines illegal. I don't think you should be able to, to, to rig a fight. It's a rigged fight. You know, this person's going to get highlight knockout. They've been doing this for a long time. It's very frustrating to see. All right. But, uh, Juza DeVicius, she mauled her the entire fight and finally got the finish in late third round. That took that took rounds off of the other uh, Cochiera's career, maybe her life, <laughs> maybe some years off her life. I, I think it's gross when they do that type of stuff. Then we have uh, Patterson. Patterson's a stud, and uh, well, I moved up to welterweight from 155. He's 6'3". That's a good move. He could he could get on the fitch smash lifting program and I think that would help fill him out a little bit, but he did a great job with uh Leonesi. I think I'm pronouncing that right. I don't know. Uh, but he did a good job. He looked he looked solid. He looked solid at 170. Could could beef out a little bit more, but um six is a good good size. He's got long limbs. Be interested uh in seeing more from him. How many fights does he have with the UFC? Is this up here? That was his first. Is this his debut? They're not they're not showing. Or is this down here? No, he had he had a fight. Okay. Yanal Ashmoose. He had lost at 155 to him in round one. At what UFC 286 last year? So he's got two UFC fights. So undefeated at welterweight, this should be a good weight for him, I think. And uh, welterweight, they could definitely use some more blood, new blood. Prelim card, preliminary card. Some decent fights here too. Uh, Juliana Robertson, she tore up Vienna. She smashed her. Quite, quite, uh, pretty good. It was a good performance. Yeah. She was just way too much to handle for Pollyanna. bantamweight fight with society and tavares right and then i guess this fight happened once already and it was a bad call bad decision both these guys sit right now at ten and two um I, this it was a great fight this was a great fight and don't get me wrong it's a great fight but I feel like this was not a good matchmaking fight. Like, why are these guys at this early in their career fighting, fighting this fighting now? Like, I feel like you should have kept them apart for a little while with the potential matchup rematch down the road and build these guys, build these fighters up. Cause these are guys who look like they could be big players at bantamweight. You know, I saw a, a good set of skills, the toughness. It was a, it was a good fight. Um, but these guys put on this great fight. They're gonna have great highlights that the UFC is gonna be u- able to use and promote their own brand and make their own money off of. And these guys get some brain uh, damage. Maybe they get a little bonus check for 50 grand, but they're still what? There's like what, what, their first, second fight in the UFC. What what are they making? 10 and 10, 12 and 12, 14 and 14. Right, yeah, this that was a uh Dana White contender series or something because this looks like it was their first actual UFC fight. Um, so these guys were not making <laughs> any money, so these guys put on this crazy great fight that definitely benefited the UFC, and they're not really gonna make any money off of it. I don't know, man. Am I the only one that sits funny with? You know. Yep. Yep. Hamsamir bringing up Ari Emanuel. Yep. They're they're trying to downplay it so much. They want to pretend it's not happening. Their TKO stock is <laughs> taking a piss because of it. Everybody knows looks really bad. It looks very bad for them. The last hurdle for the uh, trial is over with. We've won like damn near everything we had to win. We did win everything we had to win. Like this whole process, this whole 10-year process with this lawsuit, the UFC only had to win like one thing. They only had to win one argument in the 10 years to, to stop this from happening, and they couldn't. We had to we had to have like 15 things right. We had to get like 15 things right and had to win like 15 fights. It's like your team going into a UFC event and all of your fighters have to win their fights in order for the team to 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 win and get into the championship rounds. And we did that. And we did that. And um, if they're telling you they're not thinking about it or they're not scared or they're not shitting their pants, they're lying. They are lying. They are on the verge of losing everything because of how greedy and disgusting they are. Then we get to Charles Jourdain and Sean Woodson. I thought Woodson did a great job. Uh, He's a good boxer. He's long. He's very long. And he was able to snipe Jourdain, and I think he stayed at range. Um, He's got those long limbs, so he can play with his hands a lot when you're a bigger longer guy you you have that ability to play with your hands a little bit more um i think he did a good job i think he could also turn the pressure on and 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 have more output and bully be more of a bully uh, instead of uh backing up and being more of a defensive counterfighter. i think he could definitely bully guys a little bit more you know um and i'd like to see more elbows He's got good boxing. I think he needs to spend some time in Thailand and just focus on on elbows because when you're that long, like you should be able to get those elbows in as good as the other guy can get in his punch, you know. Um there was a little confusion at the uh, uh you know, reading the decision at the end. It sounded like they thought he said Sean Woodson and they thought he said Charles. Like they were confused. So Jordan thought he had won for a split second, but, um, I like Watson, like, like watching Woodson fight. He's, he's good. I don't know what his wrestling's like, but, uh, good, good boxing, good movement. <clears throat> then, uh, Katona Armfield, I missed part of this fight cause I was cooking. I wanted to have my sliders cooked. I wanted to have my food cooked before the main card started. So I missed part of this. I could hear a little bit what was going on but I can't put in my two cents um, armfield one but yeah I'm not, I'm not 100 sure how that fight went because I was I was cooking man that's what that's what's what. Then we get into what I think was one of the best fights of the night uh, performance wise, heart wise skill wise and that was Arnold Allen and Mozar and, uh, Mozar. Ev- Ev- Evlov Movsar tough he has a problem uh stand up good strong hits with good power he's got wrestling he's a danger there Arnold Allen is an absolute stud though he brought the fight he pushed the pace um he he did some damage he did some work um there was a little bit of the uh, the illegal knee. There was a little illegal knee in that fight. Uh, they called it incidental. It looked like he meant to throw those knees. The hand was down, and uh, the hand was comes up when you throw the knee. You know, when you get hit, you kind of come up. So I don't know. It kind of was. It, it seemed illegal to me, and I don't know if. Uh, They called it incidental, so I don't know if he could have just said, no, I'm done, and gotten his win bonus. I think they might have called it no contest if that would have happened. So uh, he kept fighting. Evlov kept fighting, and it was a great fight. Arnold Arnold, uh, put him at risk a little bit, but Evlov won that fight, but um, that was highly contested. That was a good fight if... um, Movsar, if Movsar becomes champ down the road and Arnold wins a bunch of fights, I wouldn't mind seeing that run back again for a five-round fight. Uh, There was a lot of pressure from from, uh, Arnold. He looked good, man. It was a good fight. It was solid. What do you guys think about that fight? Were you guys entertained with that fight? What are you saying here? Mir says you guys paid that journalist so you could fool the MAGA that we are a pro-American company, which you are not. It's pro money. They're all pro money. Guys, if you if you are on sides politically, you're you're fooled. You're fooled. I'm sorry. There's there's a list of things that each side has done horribly. Don't ever forget, man. Uh, who started the lockdowns? Who called the lockdowns? Who started it? Who started Operation Warp Speed? Who started that? Right? Don't ever forget that. Who who artificially inflated the uh, the stock market and printed a shitload of money? All right. There aren't there there are no good good guys. <laughs> there are no good guys. You're not you're not uh, winning the war by voting. It's not happening. Okay. Move away from cities. If you can if you can if you can raise your own food, have your own source of water. Like that's that's how you win. That's how you get the country back. Is you stop feeding the monster. You stop feeding the monster. Oh, that's guess, another one, man. Hamza Mir says Trump signed CISA, C-I-S-A, in 2018, which ended the First Amendment. That's not uh, 100% false. Wellness Path for Me says, word, the money, power, finance, both sides. Free speech was destroyed under Bank Stowe Trump. Yep. I mean, sorry, guys. <laughs> a lot of people be mad at that, but you're not voting for freedom, right? If you want to be free, you're going to have to remove yourself from the system. I'm stuck in a spot here in California because my kids are here. But if I had a different... uh situation if i were able to move away and i'm still looking i'm still looking at homes and property in the midwest i'm still looking to go back to indiana right i can where i can where i can uh conceal carry constitutionally you know where i can catch rainwater i can live near a pond or uh a lake where i can uh raise chickens and create my own food that's the way right Otherwise, you're just going to keep funding war <laughs> war machines who tax you to launder money and uh, make themselves richer while they all sell you a bunch of lies. I'm not. I'm not on the Bear Terrier app, Hamza Mir, but I um, I I'm on the uh, Telegram chat and I I listen and watch a lot of his Telegram stuff. And uh, he's a smart guy, man. You can be as mad as you want to about the things he says, but if you don't think about him, what's it say about you? Um, I think narcissist has been used to to um narcissism and selfishism, being selfish. I think all those things are weaponized words. I think it's a weaponized word, like for um self-reliance and and being an individual being individualistic right if you're an individual you are attacked with this you're a narcissist or you're selfish right um where those words can be used in good ways right looking after yourself and your family and people close to you that you care about you could view that as narcissism you could view that as being uh selfish but if you're, if you're all about, oh, everybody has to have everything exactly the same. If you're in the, the DEI, people care about the DEI score. I think that's the real problem. <laughs> oh, I'll pro Lamont. Lamont and says, uh, I liked when you said being rich is kind of gay. It's 100% accurate. <laughs> it is, man i'm gonna work and never see my family and be talked down to by horrible people and kiss ass and suck balls for horrible people so i get rich and buy things super (laughs) gay it's super gay that's awesome pat yo when the apocalypse happens you're probably going to be in a good spot says i'm on a mountain in oregon Surrounded by national forests, I love it. Oh man, ooh, this is getting technical. Wellness path for me says they all sign off on silent weapons for quiet wars and operations research technical manual. <sighs> pretty <laughs> boy so I wish I was super gay bills add up <laughs> no man don't sell your soul man don't sell your soul don't it's not worth it it's really not worth it Like, like these people sell their soul and they have to continually humiliate themselves Madonna out here is still like dancing around like a teenage slut bag and she's grandma she should be doing grandma stuff it's gross it's a humiliation ritual. It is. Uh, next fight. Let's get into the next fight, right? We're we're in the main card. Um <clears throat> Curtis, Chris Curtis, and Mark Andre Barriut. Um, this fight had a lot of potential to be awesome, but it wasn't. i I just saying it wasn't. I don't know if these guys overly respected each other's power or if it's two guys who like to counter punch. So they end up standing around looking at each other. This this was a glorified sparring match to me. This did not, just did not have the meat, right? It's not have the meat of the potatoes that I like in a meal. And it was kind of boring because it was just, it was kind of a slow, like you hit me a couple of times, I hit you a couple of times. I didn't see a real clear path to victory. Any of these guys were like forming together. They were just trading, trading shots. So it was, uh, this is one of the, this is one of the fights. It was kind of a stinker. I thought, were you guys up on the, uh, Curtis fight? Am I missing something? Did I miss some, uh, nuance in that ex- in that in that fight? Hmm. <laughs> Oh pro Says corporate is the most Emasculating lifestyle Ever a guy who can't beat You in a fight Your boss has total control of your life Yep and you gotta kiss his ass (laughs) Kiss his ass On a daily basis every day For what So you can have Two days on the weekend To maybe go do something Two weeks a year to go on vacation In an all inclusive resort in in a prison somewhere where the weather's nice, I ain't, I'm not gonna be getting it, man. I don't get it. Kyle Wells chiming in says Curtis fight scorecards were weird. Two of the three judges scored 30 27 for Curtis. The other scored at 29 28 for his opponent. I I mean I can I see it because. um yeah, there there wasn't much done you know so if two of the judges were like ah well it looks like Curtis has done a little bit more he wins this round so all he has to do is win a 10 10 10 uh 10 nine round three rounds and then the other judge is seeing like oh I think that uh you know Barry Ute did a little bit more to win this round um yeah Stephen Bradley Jones backing me up saying nah it was a snooze fest you Tony Flores says, power bar. Barriott did good given that he wasn't ranked at all versus Curtis. But the ranks, are they even real? Are they even real? Are, you know, like, who says? Who says that these guys are actually as good? It's not an independent source given these ranks. It is the UFC themselves. It's the, the same people making the matches. Are the same people who give the ranks. They're the same people who decides who gets to climb the ranks. And fight for titles. Like I, I, mean, they've they've clearly had a monopoly on the the sport for a decade or more. I think I think in 2010 they really sealed sealed it down, and then they you know bought up the other competition, sealed it even more. So if if those guys <laughs> are the ones picking, you know, oh well, this guy isn't ranked right. You know, you see the emails where you know, they're calling John Jones a scumbag and all this other stuff before he'd even been arrested, you know, before he'd been popped for, for, for drugs or done anything. Like they were already calling him scumbag because he wouldn't sign the dotted line. And then years later, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're just calling him a great guy and he's awesome because it's, uh, it's uh, Neganu who, who doesn't want to sign and sign his life away to them. Now he's the scumbag and he's the loser and he didn't want to fight and he was scared. They do it all the time. It's the same language. They always say the same crap. Oh, he's just scared. He's just scared to sign the contract. No, you're trying to rip us off. <laughs> you're trying to rip us off. You're going to call us scared to fight because you don't want to pay me my worth. Gross. Hamza saying, I watched this fight because of Sean. I don't like watching UFC anymore. I like fights. I just like fights. I watch them fights, but yeah, I don't, I haven't enjoyed the UFC's package, what they're delivering at all in a long time. Like in a long time. I even, I stopped watching for a while. I didn't, I didn't know. I mean, I missed a large gap of fights because I was, was not interested in anything that they're putting out. And, uh, I came back in what like two thousand seventeen or something when when Neganu started to uh, use the sunset clause in his contract because I was like, hey, this is progress. Maybe we'll actually turn into a sport. Little did I know they started. (laughs) uh, They got rid of the sunset clause on fighters' contracts because he actioned it. They never thought somebody would actually do that. And then now they make guys sign. the contract saying that they won't since like 2003 23 i think they started doing this that they won't join a class action lawsuit and somehow that's legal that's insane to me absolutely insane it's like hey there's a good chance we're gonna screw you over and rob you but you can't sue us and you gotta sign here saying you won't <laughs> otherwise you're a coward and a scumbag who doesn't want to fight you suck you're boring these guys are criminal, man. Criminal. <laughs> Stephen Bradley Jones says UFC Sports Science Institute, a.k.a. Fight Fixing Logistical Center. Yep. They like to leverage the fights in the direction of the contracts they like. Yep, Tony Flores saying Nagano got seriously paid without the UFC. That's the only reason they are smack talking about him now. Hundred percent. Yep. Stephen Bradley Jones and a forced hold harmless agreement. Noise, scumbags, man. So I'm just going to, I'm going to like, <clears throat> man, that, that if you could like uh, own, you know, you, your company builds like a development and then people buy houses and every house contract that you sell says, Hey man, if I if I break and enter into your house, you can't, you can't ever sue me. <laughs> I wonder if I sell my house, if I can, if I can sneak that into the contract when uh, I'm selling the house. Oh, by the way. If I ever break and enter into your home and steal stuff, you can't call the cops. You can't press charges. You can't sue me. (laughs) How is that? How is that? How is that legal? It's insane to me. It's not about right or wrong. It's about what you can argue, I guess. Right. And they can argue (laughs) that for some reason. All right, then we have, um, this was a good fight, Neil Magny and Mike Malat. I don't know if Malat thought he was going to walk through Magny. Magny is one of the best um, gatekeepers I've seen in a long time, right? He's one of the best gatekeepers. He does have a problem winning the big fights with the big high-ranked guys, but he's a stud. He's a, t- he's a tough dude. He fights hard. He's had a lot of fights. He's got a lot of wins. He's got some losses. But um, if you the younger guys are not ready, if they're not ready for the prime time, Neil Magny will will send them on their way. And that's kind of what he did here with Malat. I think Malat did alright, but he just he got a little tired. got out position. Magny got to that mount and then Dunzo, Dunzo. Yep. You guys, did I miss something on the magnify? Uh, was because Malat was up and comer. Like I liked him. He 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 looks good. He looks like he could do some things, make some waves. But yeah, he did kind of get overwhelmed. Magny seemed like he fought a smart fight. uh Dragged him into deeper water, got him tired, and then was able to to finish. Yep, that's what I saw. I guess. Wellness path for me says Malat got gassed. And had no defense. Guys, when you're doing cardio, your real cardio doesn't start until you're already tired. Okay? Malatza front runner, I can see that. Then uh, Buena Silva, and Pennington. So Pennington wins a five-round decision, and I didn't really watch. <laughs> I, I really didn't watch. Quite honestly, um, I've talked about it before. The, the the fun-sized fights I'm not as interested in, and even less. I don't. I'm just not. I'm not moved to want to watch. Like I'm a bad person, I guess that makes me a bad person. I I don't want to watch WNBA either. I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch the NBA, <laughs> but like I'm definitely not watching WNBA. And I don't know, man. I just like they already have Invicta. Like, why do they have to pepper the women's fights in between the guys' fights? I don't understand it. Like, I don't. I'm not, I, you know, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. People can do what they want. Like, it's fine, but I should also be allowed to not want to watch it. Is that a bad, am I a bad person for that? Yeah. Cardio is a technique, glory. It is. He says, "Really, I beat all those guys because I was in such good shape, man. I was not tired from start to finish, seven, eight matches, and I just outworked them all, man. Cardio is so important. It is cardio and pressure, right? Because if you have good cardio but you're not using pressure, like you're not gonna gas them out. But a lot of these jujitsu guys, especially, they don't they don't fight with a lot of pressure. You know, uh, when you can add the the wrestling pressure, the wrestling attack mentality to the jujitsu." You have a huge upper hand against a lot of these guys. You know, like they just, they're not used to that relentless attack. Snap, snap, throw them by, push the head, in on the choke, push them away, snap them down again. Like they're not used to all those directional changes all at once and you just overwhelm them. Yeah, I saw that Hamza mirror. They didn't, they didn't name, they didn't name (laughs) Weidman, uh, Oh yeah, they had Weidman. They didn't name. They didn't name Hendo, and they didn't name Anderson Silva. Like they, but they did name Rich Franklin. Didn't somebody name Rich Franklin? <laughs> like, like, come on, who who beat the crap out of Rich twice? Yep, you tell him. You tell him, Glory. That's it. Like so many guys, I work with so many guys, they're afraid to get tired. I was like, you're only afraid to get tired because you don't make yourself get tired in practice. Get yourself tired, be tired, make yourself fight through it. Then you realize it's not as scary, right? You realize you can find that groove where you're tired and you're still able to to catch air, catch wind, and, and, uh, and, and work and do work. And sometimes even increase your output. That's where it goes, man. Yeah, that's one of the problems with women in the day, right? Because there's such huge gaps in between the, the also-rans and, and some of the champions that stand out. Right? Kyle Wells is saying, how big of a void does a Mania Nunes departure leave in the 135 and 145-pound women's classes? Not that they were all really thriving before. Exactly. Like, you don't have a lot of consistent winners um, like, like uh, Cyborg, like Nunes. You know, like they even even Ronda Rousey, like they had to protect Ronda Rousey a lot. They had to handpick fights for her. Like she could have fought, you know, someone like Holly Holm a lot sooner. She could have fought uh, a cyborg a lot sooner, and like a Noons would have would have torn her new ass. Noons, I remember the first time I saw Noons fight was in Strike Force. You know, like, so she was around. Like, if, 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 uh, Ronda Rousey would have fought Amanda Nunes back in Strike Force, Noons would have destroyed her. She would have destroyed her. Like, no cap, straight bussing. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, there's some depth lacked in those weight classes. Then we get to the main card, the main or the main fight, the main event, Duplissis and Strickland. Okay, first and foremost, um, I don't mind Sean. I think it's funny when somebody actually comes out and says the things in a big, large arena, big, large thing. That a lot of things that we stay here. I honestly think he's been watching the show. I think Sean Strickland secretly watches the show because he. He, he said a lot of things that you could have said, I said here first, I, I guarantee it. Um, you know, we've talked about the women's fight. We've talked about the WNBA, you know, WNBA hasn't been profitable in their entire existence. I saw, uh, a meme that was pretty funny. It said that the WNBA, the WNBA is welfare for tall, tall women. <laughs> um, so I don't mind, I don't mind, you know, the things he says. I think it's kind of funny. I think it's funny to watch people freak out. It's the school marm, longhouse mentality people uh, who think they're open-minded, but they're not. They're completely closed-minded because they, if, if you have a different opinion than them, then they yell at you. They try to insult you. They try to put you down. You know, they use the sign language because their way has to be the right way. I'm so open-minded. You have to believe what I believe or you're a bad person. That's how open-minded I am. That's... They sound retarded. They sound really dumb. And uh no, like I, I left school. I'm done with school. I don't need a school mom telling me what's good and bad and I shouldn't say that. No thanks. Bye. Leave. You can leave. You can scroll past us. You can go to another place. Um <laughs> Yeah, re out when you go against the gynocentric social order. Yeah, it's like they think they're open-minded. They're not. The funniest thing ever is when you tell somebody who is closed-minded that, hey, you're closed-minded, and they think they're this, this open-minded being who loves everybody, and it's like, no, you're not. If you can't accept that people don't agree with you, like, you're not open-minded. Like, I understand there's some people who don't agree with me. Fine, that's good. Go live your life. Just, just know that I'm going to live my life the way I see fit. You can be offended. I don't care. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm talking about the outside stuff because, quite honestly, the the fight wasn't very entertaining to me. It was kind of slow. It kind of was a little bit like the Curtis fight. Um, you know, I thought Hamzamir is saying that he thinks Sean won one, three, and five. I had I had I mean I can't remember the rounds, but I, I had Duplissis winning, um, and. People were saying like, "Oh, Dana hates this guy. Dana hates Strickland." No, he doesn't. Like, he loves it. He loves he loves anything that brings eyeballs to his product. It doesn't matter if they shot somebody. If they shot somebody on on the on the stage at the press conference, they wouldn't care because everybody'd be talking about it, and they'd be like, "Ah, oh, money, yeah, money, yeah." They'd use it. They'd use it in the next promo for the next the next show. Oh, from, this show is dedicated to the tragedy that transpired on this date. And they would replay it in slow-mo and play some sad, slow song while they do it. Fireworks shooting up. They love this shit. They don't hate it. Anything that gives them attention. They do not care. Right? They don't care, even if it, it humiliates and embarrasses them. If Dana actually hated Sean Strickland, if the company hated him, he he would have his contract canceled right now he lost they can cancel his contract and he they can send him on his way if that was if that were true but it's not right so anybody who's like oh they hate him talking like that no they don't they love it they absolutely love it they love it what what else is what else has anybody been talking about what's the most exciting thing that's been going on in MMA recently neganu <laughs> right like and that's not a UFC person. That's the most exciting thing going on in MMA right now is Naganu. Right? Naganu in boxing. Boxing is way hot. Boxing is hot. Boxing's been better this last year than it has, has been in 20 some years, 40 years. It it's been great. They've had a great year in boxing. Boxing has doubled its profits since since the Ali Act passed in 2000, 24 years ago. Boxing's killing it. They're crushing. Boxing is crushing. Anybody who who was telling you that boxing's dead is stupid. It's a stupid pro wrestling MMA fan who doesn't know anything about the sport and just listens to Dana White and repeats what he says. You're stupid if you believe that. Oh, well, uh, UFC pays better. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. UFC pays that from the 85 to 95 percentile. They make a little bit more. They make a little bit more than boxers right it's 10%. 10%. 90% of all other boxers make more money than the UFC fighters do. Right? They make more money than MMA fighters on every level except that 10% sliver because the UFC overpays first time fighters. If you're 3 and 0, there's a good chance that maybe you haven't earned 10 and 10 at this point. I shouldn't even say they're over overpaid. I mean, everybody's kind of everybody's underpaid because they're they're only paying out fourteen percent of the, the gross proceeds, right? Stephen Bradley saying, uh, it was close. I had to Plessy slightly ahead. He makes things up, change levels and disrupted Sean's normal rhythm. Just enough. Basically what I saw. Basically what I saw. All right. Um, and I don't, I don't have any problems with Sean Triglin at all. Like, I don't like that he posts videos of him knocking out training partners who are like no named up and coming. Nobodies like that's that's kind of a dick thing to do for clout. I think he's kind of a dick. Yeah, that that's the one thing I don't really like. But I don't have a problem with anything else he says. Like, Leave people alone. Let them, if you want to be an asshole, people are allowed to be an asshole. Like you are. You're allowed to be a piece of shit. Like we don't have to force everybody into a box to be the exact same person. Like let people be people. Tony Flores, it's a good question. He says, why do you think uh, that McGregor had UFC support with his boxing while Nagano did not? Because they took like 30% of McGregor's purse. That's why. They took a big chunk of that money from him, right? McGregor could have fought them legally and um, had the opportunity to fight that fight and keep all the money to himself, but he didn't want to, he didn't want to, uh, bite the hand that was feeding him and protecting him so he He went with them. he went with the Paying them out. I have a I have a sneaky suspicion that they helped him a lot with uh, his his whiskey stuff, you know, I think that they, they may have some type of uh, Partnership or they have some kind of piece of that action. Also, I would not be surprised Yeah, um, Glory saying Strickland seemed to have trouble pushing forward and finding his cadence in the pocket. Yeah, that's we're changing it up and, and adding some wrestling, some level changes can do that for you. They can freeze the guy a little bit because he doesn't know. You can't do two things at once. You can't be striking and defending wrestling at the same time. You've got to choose. So you can disrupt their uh, striking a, a lot. Yeah, it's still not that great, though, Hamzamir. I know you're really pushing for these guys, but you gotta you gotta see what reality on the wall. It's written on the wall. Bellator versus PFL on ESPN in Saudi next month. Amazing card. It's gonna be cool that cross promotion. But at the same time, one promotion dies. A promotion died. It went out of business. That's what happened here. The market is so choked with the UFC monopoly that Bellator was not profitable. And they had to sell because they were going to go tits up right they were not getting eyeballs they we've talked about it a bunch on this show like we follow their their social medias i follow social medias and there's times i have no idea they even have fights something's off something was off and um yeah there's going to be some good fights but how much longer are these guys going to be around because they're not profitable If they're not profitable, how many years? PFL, what, I thought it was the first PFL event, right, in Florida. That was damn near, dang, man. When was that, 2017, I guess, six, seven years ago, something like that. They haven't turned a profit that whole time. They have not turned a profit. What's the problem? I know what the problem is. It's UFC's monopoly. That's the problem they just keep getting money from outside sources eventually that's going to dry up and then somebody's going to have to buy them or they're just going to go tits up and then all those fighters are are screwed the whole industry is at a loss because of what the ufc is doing Wellness Path For Me says, if Duplessis gets a solid straight jab, he goes up a level. The wild swinging misses got tiring. Mm. That's quite possibly true, but it sucks because there's no cross promotion. We should be able to see him. There should be cross promotion, independent titles, independent rankings, and then we would see Johnny Elbin fight Sean Strickland or Duplessis or uh, a style bender, right? Hamzamir said Johnny Elbin is the best middleweight in the world. You are correct, right? Um, Hamzamir says at least they are promoting this event, but it's hard to beat Hollywood, and that's what we'll leave off with, right? Because the fights are done, and we want to talk about how the left-right paradigm—it's—it's it's false. It's fake. They're fooling you. They're tricking you, right? You're bickering about stupid shit that doesn't really matter, right? The whole trans things people are arguing about, it's like less than 1% of the population. If you take care of your kids, you spend time with your kids, that's not an issue. The LGBTQ stuff is not an issue if you're spending time with your kids, if you're watching the shows that they watch, if you're watching and playing the video games that they play so you know what they're being exposed to. I have stopped numerous movies, shows, in the middle and been like boom nope hey we have to correct this guys right they're spouting off about uh, uh, women don't make as much money as men i hit the pause button i'm like hey guys you guys know i don't know why that is all right first off it's illegal to pay a woman less money because she's a woman it's it's uh illegal to pay someone of a different color or race or religion less money because of that for that reason it's illegal Right, So if it's happening, there should be lawsuits. There should be a bunch of lawsuits, but there's not. Why? Because it's illegal and they don't do that. Then I explained to them that most women choose careers that pay this type of of wages. Right? It's nobody's fault, but the person who chose that job. You also have people, uh, women are less likely to ask for raises. They're also less likely to jump ship and go to another company. That's where you really make the most money is when you can leverage other companies wanting you and jumping from one to the other. So it's choice that creates this 70 cents to a dollar. So it was 77 cents to the dollar bullshit line that they spew. Right. So I, I explained that to them. They have homework. They got homework. They had some reading assignment. One of them had some reading assignment and it mentioned some crap about the pay gap. And I had to, I was like, no, well, you know they're trying to they're trying to influence you and brainwash you and indoctrinize you into this do not believe this you don't have to believe everything they give you and then I show them stuff and I show them um I had a I had a, some uh link to something that I, I showed them that had all the different reasons why the the pay ranges are different for men and women so you have to take the time to educate your own damn kids not just leave it to to the state to to educate them or indoctrinate them Right, you're actually going to have to step up and do something yourself. <clears throat> so, um, don't fall into that trap. Right, it's a distraction. So they they think, oh, well, I'm going to vote for this guy because he's going to he's going to take care of me. He's not. Right, you could list a long list of things that Trump did horribly that have screwed your life up and put us in this situation right now. Oh, he didn't start any wars. Well, he allowed the Yemeni people to be slaughtered. By Saudi Arabia didn't say anything about it, didn't mention it once. Then he inherited seven wars, didn't stop any of them. Just because he didn't start a war, my he kept seven wars going. He also printed a ton of money out of thin air. Right? You're complaining about uh uh inflation now. It's not just COVID and and uh Joe Biden that did that, right? It's a team effort, right? Left wing, right wing, still the same bird get it through your heads. You're not voting your ways out of this, right? Maybe on a low uh, level, local elections, you might be able to have some influence on how things are done, but primarily your answer is to avoid government whenever possible. Get out of the cities, become self-reliant as much as possible. I know plenty of people who do not have concealed carry permits who carry their gun with them everywhere, right? (laughs) There's plenty of guys in Chicago who always have a gun on them. I guarantee it. That's one of the reasons why there's so many shootings all the time. They're always strapped. They're not. They're not. Governable. They're being ungovernable. Right. The government can't do anything to them because they don't. They don't play that game. They don't. They don't care. It's a suggestion to them. <laughs> that they don't listen to. Right. So don't get sucked in to left right bullshit. Same thing with the UFC. It's fake, it's fake. They are not a right-wing organization. They are not conservative organization at all. Uh, their alignment with with um, with uh, with Bud Light, right? They, they've been recognizing Pride Month for a decade now. Um, they have rainbow names on their shorts. Uh, they sell the Pride shirts. They've been doing woke stuff for over a decade over a decade. Uh, they, just because they wheel out Kid Rock and in, in, uh, Trump to an event doesn't mean that they're conservative. Ari Emanuel runs WME. They own the UFC. He's the owner. He owns it, right? He had a brother who was uh, mayor of Chicago, disgraced, right? Horrible human being, horrible person. Uh, they employed... um what's his name they employed the uh the the producer that raped everybody right the big fat weird guy that raped everybody like they knew of that they helped him cover things up they helped him get out of trouble they helped support him they knew what was going on uh everybody wants to yell and and be mad at disney for all the woke messaging and crap they put in there what they that's ufc that's ufc i know guys who are employees not not independent contractors but actual employees of the UFC who've gotten messages from Disney about their their social media posts and and the the supposed support they might have for somebody who's viewed as conservative it's it's all the same crap guys and if you're like oh yeah UFC sticking up for us yeah they're not All these people worship money. That's it. They only care about money, making money, getting paid. That's it. Money is their God. And they will lie to you and sell you fake stories in order to make more money. They do not care about any of the things you care about. They do not care about you. Wellness Path for me says, uh, Democrat Inc. is a privately owned corporation. And he says Republican Inc. is a privately owned organization. And you know what? Those two organizations are both owned by the banks, right? That's all the same. They're all the same. Don't think that there's different sides. There are not different sides. Donald Trump was at MC Island. Donald Trump went to uh, the Clintons' weddings. Just because they're attacking him doesn't mean they don't like him. It's all KFAB. all Kfab. It's pro wrestling. It's no different than Iron Sheik and Hackshaw Jim Duggan yelling at each other and getting into a fight and pretending that they're enemies. They're 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 going to the bar, getting drunk and doing blow and banging hookers together. They're buddies, right? They're, they're not enemies. Neither are the conservatives or the. Uh, The liberals. They're not. It's not a bad view. Good cop, bad cop. Trump set the stage for bank stop Biden. Bank so, Bankster Biden? I'm not sure what you're saying there. Good cop, bad cop, both financed by the same money, power families, and their management team. Bingo. Hit the nail on the head. That's the name. Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. Yep. There you go. Well put, wellness path for me says, pathological money seekers obey the money power agenda, period. It's all that matters to them. That's what they worship. Yeah, both both bang the same people. <laughs> ha. Hamza Mir says, Trump 10 years ago was promoting trans models. yep stand for america i think the most american thing you can do is is pull out of the government get away get out of big cities try to barter as much as possible use trade with people get some chickens have some eggs find somebody who's got some meat or some milk trade with them trade labor hey man i'll help you put up that fence if you help fix my plumbing I think we have to be self-reliant individuals. I think that's the that's the path through. That's the path out of this. I'm trying to figure out how I can get out of San Jose. I'm trying to get out of this place. Right? <laughs> that's a lot of words. Money, power, monopolist, mega, corporate, Orwellian, global, fascist empire. Yep. Learn system science. What is system science? Hamza Mir. You got a link. (laughs) Yep. We need engineers, plumbers, people who know how to build. Yes, 100%. Know how to build, know how to invent, know how to fix and maintain things that are already, are, that have already been built. That's one of the big problems we're going to have in the future is a lot of people aren't going to know how to fix the shit we already have. And it's just going to crumble. That's amazing. Coach Gloy's on the path. He says, I have chickens and eat free eggs every day. They literally turn bugs into free food. It's amazing. And then, and then every once in a while, you can kill one of the chickens and get some extra meat. Like you can live off of eggs, man. Like there's a lot of different ways you can eat eggs and uh, get a lot of um, nutrients. I reached, I reached out to, uh, I reached out to Owen. Actually, I want to talk to him about Bitcoin because most of the people in the Bitcoin space are are goofs and dorks. And they're infuriating to talk to. You. And a lot of them are scammers. And they just want you to buy other things. And um, I just want to stop funding wars. So I'd rather... I want to stop funding wars. I want to stop supporting uh, debt. I don't want to support debt, usury. And that's the biggest thing I think uh, Bitcoin allows you to do. Because if you're keeping cash in the bank, the, well, you're allowing them to make more loans and to create more debt. And I think that's a major problem. I don't think that's good. I think it's a very bad thing. I don't think debt is a good thing at all. I think a lot of people are indoctrinated into the belief that, oh, well, debt, debt can do this, and you can use it like this. And I, I, the debt keeps getting huger and huger. Some some point in time, it's got to collapse. It's going to. There's no way. I don't know if it's five years or 50 years or 500 years. But you can't just keep creating debt. You can't. What is this? What is this? Hamza Mir, truthfreedomhealth.com. Is that, the, uh, is that the link for the systems science? I think we should look into it. Ah, oh, that's good. Hamza says in systems science, you know how things are being made. Where does it come from? What's in it? I think that's good. I think I think a lot of people don't know enough of that. They don't know where your food comes from, where the chemicals in your pills come from, what they are. Yeah, I uh, I couldn't agree more. I, mean, I keep up with what with, what they're doing up there, and he looks like he's doing a good job, man. Like I would rather be doing something like that than like scrambling trying to make money to buy shoes and belts and electric cars and crap. Here, I think it's ugly. It's gross. I don't like the way things are going. All right, guys, Uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, um, individualism trumps collectivism whenever you can. Oh, here's another. Oh, I got one more thing about the uh, UFC being anti woke, right? This is, this is from uh, John Nash. John Nash put this up. Some people were talking about, you know, how people have short memories about what UFC and uh, them being anti woke. So this is this is a statement from the UFC. I'll just make it big so you can read it. right, this is diversity and inclusion. We strive to create a work environment that is reflective of our fan base and the diverse communities in which we work. We recognize diversity, equity, and inclusion, DEI. We've talked about DEI scores here before. Is intrinsically linked to business success and have taken part in efforts to ensure our global workforce is more representative of our communities or our communicates including the launch of uh, and or expansion of the following initiatives in 2022 for the UFC. So this is recent, this is 2022, right? Created and distributed enhanced diversity accountability dashboards comprised of divisional representation metrics from each business, which are overseen by senior leaders across our business along with the company scorecard to help maintain or help remain in line with our overarching goals and commitments. Conducted self-ID campaigns in the US, UK, allowing for current and new employees to self-identify based on race, ethnicity, gender identity, inclusive of transgender identification, sexual orientation, and more. Trained human resources leaders on partnering with executives to accelerate diversity and inclusion efforts within our business and employee population. Held annual employee day of service. Walk the walk for the rest for the first year since the pandemic. Celebrated diverse backgrounds through initiatives such as Black History Month and Hispanic Heritage Month. Promoted employee participation in employee resource groups and provided training and developmental opportunities to our female leaders, including sending a delegation to the Women's Leadership Conference and hosting an on-site Women's Leadership Training. Does that sound anti-woke to you guys? Does that sound like UFC is conservative in any way in anti-woke? Mm, mm. I think you're being fooled. I think you're being fooled. Maybe you're not that smart. Maybe. I I don't think I'm rough enough to do the frontiersman. I just, smaller town, I think. Topher is saying, uh, have you ever watched the show Alaskan Bush People, Mr. Fish? You should give it a shot if you want to continue the frontierism life a try. No, I, I just I don't not I don't want to be frontierism. I, I like my comfortable bed, but uh I'm fine being in a smaller community where I have more land and I have water near me and I can keep I can keep animals. That that that's I'm I'm more on that, I'm on that uh level right there the uh, step back in between in between big city and frontierism I, that right in there right in there that's a sweet spot I think for me. All right guys it was a little bit of a rough show. I wasn't feeling great today but um thanks for showing up and uh, interacting. Thanks for the super chat, Coach Gloy. I'm going to get that video edited up. We got three videos for you. Should have that done ASAP. All right, guys. I'll check y'all.